Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. All right, so I know there's a couple of you degenerates out there that are hawking all over the stock market, looking and wondering when is the best time to buy in because you listen to this podcast, you listen to other smart investors out there talking about it, and you know the saying that when there's blood in the streets, you buy real estate. Wait, Stephen, what? You can't buy real estate in the stock market. Actually, that's not true. You can. It's called REIT, but never mind. That's not what we're talking about. What they are saying is that when there is a disaster, when people are fearful because something bad is happening, like, I don't know, a recession maybe, uh, that's a good time to actually be greedy and go out and buy investments because that's when you're going to get the best value on something, okay? So if a lot of you are out there, you're probably wondering, hey, there's this really big company that does pretty much everything I can think about. Um, they're in you know, cloud software. Uh, they deliver packages to my house in two days, sometimes one day. Sometimes they literally send me a package and I don't even remember ever ordering it, but it just shows up because I think they're reading my mind. Uh, yeah, that company is called Amazon, okay? Pretty incredible company. And uh, if you've ever looked at their stock price, to buy one share of that stock as of yesterday was about twenty-four. Uh, $2,450. And saying $2,450 just sounded really wrong. $2,450 sounded better. I don't know. What do you prefer? $2,450 or $2,450? Let me know. I really don't care. Um, but anyway, it went from 2450 decimal zero zero to $120 in one day. What the heck happened? What? What? what I mean, so if you're if you have owned Amazon stock, especially for more than two years, first off, let me say congratulations, you made a great investment. Um, but if you freaked out this morning because one, you had shares and you woke up and you're like, why is Amazon at one hundred and twenty dollars? Did did, you know, President Biden come in and like get all mad because Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, was tweeting at him for lying essentially to the U.S. people saying that you know, companies were the cause of inflation it had nothing to do with the billions and billions and trillions of dollars of money that we've printed. Uh, no, don't worry. That's not what happened. Um, and two, if you're freaking out because you're like, oh, I want to invest in Amazon right now because it's so cheap. It just went from 2450, 2450, whatever you prefer. Um, and now it's only 120 bucks. It's so cheap. I'm going to go buy some. Well, to everybody, I'm just going to say, hold on to your britches for a second, okay? And let's talk about this. So this is something called a stock split, okay? The value of Amazon did not go down over 90% in a day, okay? That is not what happened. This is very common. Uh, not very common, but it, it's pretty common in stocks. And basically what happened is with a stock split, a company will come out and say, we are going to issue more shares. So there is not a difference if I'm going to invest $5,000 in the market and I have company A that has uh, a stock price of $50 and I'm going, okay, I'm going to buy 100 shares of that $50 stock. Well, that would be $5,000. 
And then there's another company over here that has, you know, a stock that's $500. And I say, I'm going to buy 10 shares. Well, guess what? It's still worth $5,000 either way. I have people get this confused all the time. I don't understand it. It's like that riddle that says, um, hey, which one is worth, or I'm sorry, which one is heavier? Five pounds of feathers or five pounds of brick? Okay, we're not talking about mass. Obviously, the mass of you know the feathers uh, over the brick, like like that's obviously very different. We're talking about the weight. Okay, that's that's the whole thing: the weight of five pounds of bricks or the weight of five pounds of feathers. Uh, it's the same thing. It's still five pounds. Well, it's the same thing with this. We're still talking about five thousand dollars. Doesn't matter if you have ten shares or hundred shares in one. It's the same thing. Well, it's the same thing here when a stock does a split. So Amazon came out. And they said, we're going to do a 20 to one split. So that means if you had one share at $2,450 and they did a 20 to one split, then that's going to work out roughly to $120 in one day. Okay. So that's, that's what a 20 to one split is. You still have, if you, if you had going back to the 5,000, that's almost exactly 5,000, right? If you had two shares of Amazon, and then it went down to 120. Guess what? You just woke up this morning. You have more shares. That's all that. That's all that happened. You still the amount of money you are invested in Amazon is exactly the same. So, so you know, did Amazon get cheaper? No. Did Amazon get easier to buy? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Did Amazon get cheaper? No, it did not get cheaper. Okay, the company is still worth exactly the same. Your shares are worth the same. But did it get easier to buy? Yes, the entry point to get in the Amazon stock is now easier, okay? So why do companies do this, Stephen? Like, like, what's the point? If it doesn't really change anything, then why are they doing this? Well, that's a very simple thing that I would love to talk to you about, and that is called psychology, okay? It's also called availability as well in this particular situation. When you sometimes you'll see stocks that are like fifty dollars and they may do a split down to like ten, you know, and that's not as big of a deal. But when you see a stock that has gone from tens of dollars to hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars due to the success of the company, then what ends up happening is that stock becomes pretty. St- uh, restrictive to the average retail investor. And a retail investor is just people like you and me. We are not professionals. We just have an account you know, somewhere and we buy and sell in our own time. That's what we call retail traders. So you know, the average person coming in, I think starts with something around like $500 for the first time in their account. Well, if you have $500 that you're starting off with for the first time in your trading account, you can't buy Amazon or you couldn't have, right? You couldn't have got any shares. So that prevented you from getting in, okay? If you came in with $5,000 and you didn't know too much about investing, you're like, eh, two shares of Amazon, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe you're a good investor. Maybe, maybe you're a well-seasoned investor, but you only have $5,000 to invest. And you're like, eh, I can only buy two shares of Amazon. I'd rather diversify my $5,000 into two different companies. So I'm gonna go buy, you know, two different companies that are at like 50 and $100 or just whatever. I'm just making up a scenario here. So that stock price psychologically and functionally can be restrictive. It can keep people from wanting to buy into the company. So in this, in this particular situation, is it a good thing for the stock? History says yes, but it doesn't change anything. 
Amazon's roadmap strategically is still the same. Their business model is still the same as it was yesterday. Um, their marketing is still the same. The websites are still the same. Everything is still exactly the same. The only difference is there are more shares that can be bought now. And just like, I don't know, let's think of another thing that uh, is on paper. Um, oh, wait, the US dollar, for instance. When you print more of something or make more of something available, the price of that goes down in value. Let me, let me say that again for some of the politicians out there who literally up until the other day literally said, I, I, I can't even get into it. It makes me so mad. Um, no, the, the people that were in the top tiers of government uh, came out and admitted they were wrong on inflation and did not think that printing you know, trillions and trillions of extra dollars was going to cause inflation. My brain hurts, um, but I digress. So back to the stock thing. Like I said, if they had a hundred thousand, uh, if there's a hundred thousand of stock available, then, you know, and then they come in, they do a 20 to one split. Well, that's a lot more stocks available. Uh, 2 million. Yeah. Two, that, that goes to 2 million. Okay. The stock's just not worth as much anymore, even though it's the same amount of money. Okay. Look, I always like to give this, um, you know, we talk about this in, uh, 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 pandemic circles uh, uh, with gamers. PlayStation 5 came out. They could not make enough of them due to uh, the supply chains and the shortages of computer chips and all of these other things. So what happened to PlayStations over the past uh, 18 months or whatever that it's been out? On the secondary market, they skyrocketed. They at one point, I think during the pandemic, they were on average selling for like fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars, and I think the lowest retail on them was like four hundred dollars. So uh, some of them were going for like five and six hundred with bundles, but still, it's like that was more than two hundred percent the price. What? Why was that? It's because there were so many people that wanted to play the new PlayStation. PlayStation couldn't meet the demand for what all those people wanted. So people who could get access to them said, you know what? I don't need the PlayStation right now, or maybe I bought two. I'm going to keep one and sell the other, and it's going to pay them both off. Why? There wasn't enough demand. But if you know, 18 million people wanted a PlayStation, and they made 36 million PlayStations, so double the demand, well, then guess what? They barely would have been able to sell them for 400 bucks because people would just pick them up cheaper. They'd be so easily available. That's how it works with anything, okay? It's about scarcity. Again, just like our money, please, please stop printing more of it. You're just stealing money from literally anyone who uses the US dollar, which guess what? Is a lot more than just people in the United States. Okay, moving on. So that is what a stock split is, okay? So let's go to the most important question. Hey, Stephen, are you going to buy Amazon now? I, well, number one, I owned Amazon. Uh, I got rid of it. Uh, what was that? I think in December, is November or December of last year. Um, I, a couple writings on the wall. I actually ended up getting out of uh, a lot of my stock positions in general because we were at such a high Felt like it had to come down someday, thought it'd be sometime this year. Uh, so I sold off about 50% of my stocks and Amazon was one of them. Made a pretty penny on it, not a millionaire off uh, Amazon. Had to get that through a couple of different things. 
uh, but definitely did well with it because again, it's a great company. Um, but I also, you know, just like anything else, when you become as big of a company as Amazon is, it's hard to grow. You know, when you're only a million dollar company, it's not hard to grow 200% in a year. It's not hard to go from a million to 3 million. But when you're a billion dollar company, it's really damn hard to go from 1 billion to 3 billion in a year or even two years, right? It, like that is not easy to do. So considering the fact that Amazon is over a trillion dollar company in valuation, maybe not since the stock's gone down some, but they're pretty close to a trillion dollars in valuation. To go from one trillion to two trillion, that is, it's unbelievably hard. It's only ever been done once, which was Apple uh, in the history of the stock market anyway. Um, so it's, I think Apple was the only other one to do that, but they only did it because the stocks were just going insane at that time. It's not because they actually had the roadmap for it. So uh, they're not worth that anymore now that all the stocks are coming down, but you, you get my drift. So I just, you know, is Amazon a great buy? Would I buy it? I would buy it if I was interested in, you know, making a solid 10% on my investment. I'm not interested in 10% right now. I'm looking for, there's too many stocks on sale. Um, so I'm actually looking for things that are going to pay me out anywhere from 30 to 100%. <laughs> Whoa, Stephen, 100%. I thought in other podcast episodes, you've talked about the fact that the market only returns 9% year over year. Yeah, you're right. That's over the long term. There's, there's again, so much blood in the streets. If you look for the right opportunities and see the things that are improperly valued, do your homework with it. You can find something out there that's going to return you 30 to 100% in the next two to three years. Okay. Simple as that. Am I going to talk about that tonight? No, tonight's about Amazon because that's what everybody's texting me about. Why did Amazon go down so much? So we needed to talk about it. You need to understand what stock splits are. This won't be the last time you see it. They'll happen again. And by the way, if you really want to blow your mind, there is reverse stock splits. Uh, yeah, but might as well just go ahead and throw that out there. What does that mean? That means that Amazon could literally do the exact opposite. If they were at 120, they could say, hey, we are actually going to consolidate that and take a one to 20 stock split and go the other way, which would take their stock from $120 to $2,450. Now, do reverse stock splits happen very often? Eh, not nearly as much as a regular stock split um, for a lot of the reasons that I just mentioned. It you know, like I said, one of the main reasons to do this is to make this more accessible to the average trader in order to likely increase the stock price. And hey, guess what? Let's go to the screen here. And I haven't actually even looked at the market today. I've been traveling back from Mexico, so um, had not had a chance to take a peek. So like I said, I actually think that the stock would go up um, because I think more people would look at it. Amazon is down. It, you know, it, it's not a terrible buy by any means of the imagination. It's a good company. Uh, so I do think it'll rebound. Um, I, you know, haven't paid enough attention to it to wonder how much. And boom, there you go. It was up 2% today. So there you go. If you bought today because of the stock split, uh, you put $5,000 in, you just made 2%. Um, what is that? A little over 100, 200 bucks, something. Congratulations. That's great. We'll see what it continues to do. But yeah, like I said, I, you know, Ultimately, is it a good thing for Amazon? It really doesn't matter that much. Maybe a little bit. Maybe some people will get in there, but um, I don't. It, it, it's not going to have any kind of long-term value impact. 
maybe it adds an extra two to three percent, which on their books is going to be a, a huge deal because that's billions of dollars that are flowing in. Um, but like I said, does it make it a better company? Uh, does it fix any long-term issues that they may have, uh, like the warehouse riots? Um, I'm sorry, they're not riots. The revolts. They're you know have 150 percent turnover rate. Yada yada. Um, you know, does it fix the fact that? Uh, you know, they are, uh, you know, continuing to raise the price of prime and outpricing, uh, you know, some of their services and causing people to drop in the middle of a recession, like all these, you know, does it fix the fact that Amazon continues to go in and take these small business owners who are selling products on there when they see their top selling products, they stop promoting those products, find an alternative manufacturer, then put it in as under Amazon's choice, promote that instead of the small business and completely ruin these small business owners. Does it fix that issue? No, it doesn't fix that issue. Do the majority of you even know about that issue? Eh, probably not unless you've been paying attention to drop shipping or anything like that. It's a cutthroat business. They are there to make money. Okay. It's as simple as that. So, and they hold the majority of the cloud, um, uh, you know, uh, software services right now, uh, cloud hosting. Uh, but guess what? They got a lot of companies that are gone informal. So Amazon, hey, they're they're the they're the champs. They're what everybody's chasing right now, and um, they've got a lot to do to protect, um, you know, pr protect the positions that they're holding in the market. So, like I said, would I buy Amazon? Yeah, if I was looking for a safe ten percent, fifteen percent gain, something like that. Yeah, then I would consider Amazon. Um, but in my position from where I'm sitting at, the stock split doesn't do anything for me. I don't get, you know, an, an investing uh, Woody from it or anything. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I got other things to do. Okay. So hopefully that helps. And I don't have to answer this question anymore. So until our paths cross again.